0: Hey Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family, welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela today. Do you believe in curses? Have you been cursed? Have you cursed someone else? Today, we are going to talk all about what curses are and you decide you believe in them or don't you. Also, I have a really special update later in the podcast. Um, one of our MMSF members shared such a wonderful story from getting a sign from a loved one on the other side and it kind of ties into the podcast. So wanted to share that with you. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys.
1: All right curses curses all right
0: well right off the bat
1: you know i'm skeptical yes okay because i we we talked about curses before in the past yeah and how do you even define it what is a curse what is and a curse i looked it up i'm like how do you define this what is a curse and basically the definition is a magic spell placed upon <laughs> somebody or a thing or mm-hmm. an object um With the intent of doing them harm in some way. Okay. So, you know, basically you can put a curse on like a person, you can put it on a place, you can put it on a thing. Right. And in essence, what you're trying to do is cause them physical harm. Right. Maybe, or psychological harm or even death. Yes. That's a curse.
0: I feel like the bills were cursed. Okay. Yeah. And I think there is some sort of theory. It goes around. I've never looked into it, That the land that the stadium on is cursed.
1: Okay. Well, that that could be Yeah, that one I believe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like that one out of all of them. Uh, yes. Yeah, th-
1: that curse I do believe. But I mean right. In essence, and I was like researching and I'm going to talk about in a, little, in a little while how to put a curse on someone. Oh. But but wow. But, yeah, going to teach Whoa. you. This is, there's going to be a how to. Yeah.
0: It's kind of got a little negative. Yeah, I know how to
1: do it now. Oh. <laughs> but the thing with with this is it seems very like simple that any first of all anybody can do it. Yeah. And I I don't know. I I mean, what do you, what do you think? Are are curses other other than the bills (laughs) curse?
0: Other than that one. Are they legit? Well, okay. So in my work, oh, and you and I, we've talked about this and we've talked about this on here. Like, do not pay someone to remove a curse for you. Yeah. And that's where I. Don't do that. Like, no, um. I don't believe, I don't believe that people have power over you. So I don't believe that somebody can curse you or curse something or, or to the, to the point where you don't have control over your own life or destiny anymore. I do believe in negative, concentrated negative energy. I a hundred percent believe in that. And I a hundred percent believe that somebody could take all their concentrated negative energy towards you and direct it. And some people are better at that than others but at the end of the day it's your it's your call like you know that's why we do a lot of cutting people out of our life and making sure we're not dwelling on things and trying to think about positive things instead of negative things when it comes to that so i feel like you can get dragged into it more if you believe it can affect you
1: okay so so like for me and i'm sure probably over the years many people have cursed me <laughs>
0: It's not going to probably by, you.
1: Yeah, probably like a very large percentage <laughs> of people that I've come into contact with. Yeah. People all maybe even listen to this podcast, especially in the early days were putting curses on me. <laughs> but I don't feel like I've ever been cursed. Because be- you wouldn't be-
0: know. Because you would never. I just block you it. You don't receive it. You're like, I don't receive that.
1: No, I'm not receiving it. You know,
0: that. I feel like if you can be affected by concentrated negative energy, there's some part of you that feels like you deserve it. Even if it's super subconscious, there's some part of you that, that feels like somebody's more powerful than you. I feel like it comes down to you believing you don't have control over your own life. So wherever that is in you, that's actually the issue that needs to be addressed. Um, it could be guilt. It could be a self-worth issue. It could be just you feeling like, oh my gosh, I have no control over my life. I, 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 I Everything just, it's a mentality or something. So I feel like you don't have any of that personally. Okay. Like I felt like, you know, just in life, how life goes. I felt when people have been negative towards me and it affects me because I care because I do care and I internalize things. So, If you pick up on a negative energy pattern from someone else and you internalize it, what you focus on grows. I mean, that's just law of the universe, law of attraction, like attracts like. If I'm thinking negatively about myself in line with how somebody else is thinking about me, yeah, I'm going to manifest a reality that will match that and will prove it to be true or whatever. So I I you have all the control. Okay. And I don't believe it's some sort of magic, you know, like in a movie, a magical spell or a curse that's put on you and somebody else has to break it or you have to do something. Okay. But growing up, yeah, so yeah, what yeah, I was yeah. going to ask you
1: about that cuz you have an Irish background. Yeah. And you know, I've heard a lot of and this I think throughout many cultures and I was looking it up the evil eye. Yeah. And it seems like Pretty much, I just kind of look at you and I can give it to you.
0: <laughs> yes. So, and
1: I've gotten those looks a lot. <laughs> so I'm assuming I've gotten the evil eye.
0: Yeah. So what's that all about? I don't know. It's an, I, I, it, yes, it's a cross-cultural thing. Yeah, it's co- cross-cultural. I, I looked and, it up. It, yeah. And all these things appear in all sorts of different cultures. But like growing up Irish, Irish Catholic – a big thing that we heard growing up was like, oh, she's given me the evil eye or or I'd be like, hey, Megan, don't give me the evil eye or you have to watch out for people giving you the evil eye, which is really just the stink eye, you know, like, mm, yeah, that's, you know, yeah, exactly. it's like, it's like, don't give me the stink eye or yeah. like the evil eye or whatever. And there, but there was a fear attached to it. Like, hey, don't give me that evil eye. Like, you had to say something to them, like, mm mm, no, I don't think so. But some people would take it very seriously and then get out their rosaries. Or, you know, I said three Hail Marys after she gave me the evil eye. Like, you can counteract it somehow. But all that is, is, um, <laughs> so it's like, one, is going to make you have major spiritual OCD issues. And then two, if you really think about it more in an energy way, you're just deflecting a negative thought towards you. Like, hey, I'm not owning that. I don't receive that. So whatever you're saying a prayer or whatever you have to do that makes you help yourself not receive it is kind of what you're supposed to do. Right. But okay. yeah, growing up, we heard that all the time. Okay, And apparently... I was good at it. Like, I used to hear that I used to hear like that. Like, you were good lot. at giving it? Yeah, because I was really bad at, yeah. I was a shy child, so I was, but if I was mad, I'd just give a look.
1: The evil eye. Yeah,
0: and I think you're right. I think you get it now sometimes, too, and no. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't give you bad intent okay, with good. it. Okay. <laughs> okay, It's just okay, like, hmm. But, but, yeah, I think these things, and, and just in doing readings, this is something that can be very embedded in a culture, and it feels it feels literal. So it's something we have to watch out for. Okay. Because I don't, I think the overall is if you feel somebody has control over you to have something happen to you that's out of your control, you don't want it to happen, it's more of you needing to go in and be like, hey, where don't I feel safe in my life? And address that. Because nobody can do anything to you that, okay. you know, you have control. Yeah, so don't pay a, anybody okay. to do it. And I think
1: that's the key point, And I think one of the, probably the most important thing of this episode. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about it in the past, but. Right. Don't ever pay someone to remove <laughs> no, a curse. please don't. Okay. So it just, you could, if you truly do believe in these curses yeah. and all these things, you could do it yourself.
0: Except for the Bills, I Except feel like. Bills, yeah. Except for the Bills, Except for the Bills. Somebody's got to take care and of that. I know
1: probably everyone's shouting right now, their favorite sports team is also cursed. <laughs> I think, Everybody I think the Cubs true. have a curse with a goat.
0: Oh, really? And
1: the Red Sox used to have the curse of the Bambino. I yeah, think. they broke yeah.
0: it or something. Yeah, I think they broke it. Yeah.
1: So there's a lot of sports curses, but... All right, so we're going to do a quick ad, but then when we come back, I am going to teach you how to put a curse on someone.
0: Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys.
1: All right, so the other day, I was at the pool. I was listening to the song Psycho Killer by The Talking Heads. Yeah. Perfect, because I'm putting on curses on people and everything.
0: Right. And I
1: always wondered what the line after he said Psycho Killer is. It's I, like,
0: Psycho Killer. Ugh. Qu'est-ce que well because I'm learning French on Babel, I know what it means. What does it mean? It means what is it? Babbles courses have been so convenient and they've helped me learn real life conversation skills in French. It's so easy to pick up on how to order food or ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps when I'm on vacation or when I'm learning new things or even watching movies. Plus, Babel's speech recognition technology helps me to improve my pronunciation and accent. And let me tell you, I love Babel's little culture moments. They teach you specific ways you should say things that would sound best culturally in the moment so you don't seem so out of place when you're traveling. And here is a special limited time deal for our listeners to get you started right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash Aura. Get 55% off at Babbel dot com slash aura spelled b-a-b-b-e-l dot com slash aura rules and restrictions may apply hey scotty hey guys okay so apparently scotty here has become a witch and he i don't know what he's going to say just forgive me ahead of time i did not look at any of this he's going to teach you how to put a curse on someone yeah because you know (laughs) i was given the
1: task of you know, doing the opening and, you know, I was going to do like the history of curses and I was going to talk about some Egyptian curses and things like that. I'm mm-hmm. on Ray. Don't probably got that. I know that one. Oh, you don't? Know, okay. Yeah. Um, and Tutankhamun and yeah. all those guys. And I'm like, no, wait a second. And I started looking up how to do a curse. Okay. And now I'm going to share that info with you. Oh, okay. Wow. Let's put it this way. Okay.
0: <laughs> people are taking notes right now yeah
1: i want just to so take you to you know
0: like somebody I, just grabbed their little gonna, notepad and their pen and they're ready i'm gonna
1: kind of try to do this like a cooking show <laughs> you know or maybe you know guy fieri shows you all the ingredients that goes into a dish when he's at one of the restaurants okay okay so i want you i'm gonna try to yellow this for you
0: okay. okay this is gonna
1: be good and first things first this is going to be an ethical way to do a curse
0: oh this is ethical yeah.
1: there's going to be yes. ethical curses ethical curses only
0: yes. on kya right and then, of
1: course, if you, if you do these curses and then, you know, you need to get rid of them, just call me and we can work something out.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. this, this is very oh. morally objectionable. It
1: is. Okay. <laughs> the first thing you have to do, the prep is big. Okay. With the curse, the prep is the main thing.
0: Okay, yeah. Okay. I, I can see this, like cauldrons and things. Yeah, number one.
1: But now wait, before you even start getting your items, like your, your mm-hmm. nails and, you know, hair and all that, okay, you have to be aware of the possible outcomes. Mm. Okay. Uh, because if someone, you know, if you put this curse on someone, it could lead to possible, you know, death, injury, things like that. You yeah. Know, so you have to be very aware of this. Okay. And like, if you tell someone that they've been cursed. It's gonna set them. It could set them off because a lot of people believe in it. Yeah, and you know they could also spend thousands of dollars trying to get it removed. So you have to be aware of the possible outcomes. Okay. Okay. So like you can't just go into like you know real angry. Right. Like I don't want you to like when you're doing this curse. I want you to be in you a. You need
0: a level mind. A level like, mind. Like cool, calm, right. collected.
1: Right. The guy just cut you off on the road, and right. you're about to put a
0: curse on him. No.
1: No. No. You're,
0: I feel like I would work best that way. Yeah. But you're seeing it's like it's a dish best served cold.
1: Exactly. Wait. Take some time. Okay. You know, rest. Maybe sleep on it. Really? And then if you still feel okay. that you really need revenge on this person and curse them. Okay. All right. All right. Next, you have to also know this. What you give out could come back to you.
0: Oh, yes. A hundred percent. I believe that.
1: So like reap what you sow. Yes. So mean, meaning like and, – and it could come – it could boomerang back to you even harder.
0: Yeah, three times. Three
1: times. Did
0: you – did you look? This no, up? that's <gasps> just, I know, you know that, that? Oh, you, you put energy, like any energy you put out, it comes back to you. Right. You know, that's why you rather put out the good stuff than the negative stuff.
1: Okay. So, you know, you could get back three times as much. Mm-hmm. All right. And then after that, fine, you know, you're going to get it possible outcomes. And then just, you know, for a second, consider maybe just moving on, maybe just okay. forgiving the person and telling them. Is this, you know, or maybe saying, is this really worth it? Right. Do I really want to get involved with this? Um, you know, take the, all the emotion out so of it. So you're saying apathy saying versus curse them. Right. It is, that's always the best one. Mm-hmm. But now you've decided that you want right. to curse somebody. Okay. Okay. So just like in a Mystic Michaela workshop, you set your intention. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you have to set your intention. So you have to sit down and you have to think about what you want to happen Ouch. to this person. And you have to make it very clear. Okay. So, like, I don't know. You know, you always teach people how to set intentions. You're but being this is
0: sarcastic, like, right?
1: No. I'm being <laughs> serious.
0: Just, you, you're teaching people.
1: You have to set an intention. Okay. Because, like, you can't, like, let's say you, you want to curse, I don't know, person X. You, yeah. You, you have to really say, like, I want this to happen like to I them. Like, I want
0: them to lose their hair.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. I you, don't know. Yeah, I want them yeah.
0: to develop... A cold.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or you can go <laughs> higher know. levels. Like you want this like that's what I'm saying. It can cause death. You oh could my God. Be, you could wish death upon like upon them. Like I want them never to find
0: love again in their life.
1: Right. Or something like that. Okay. Okay. So, Ouch. Yeah, you have to make this very clear. Okay. Okay. And then so you set your intention and then you must protect yourself. Okay. Because you know it can come back to you three times. Right. So if the person dies, you're gonna die three times. Uh so you say <laughs>
0: Or you, okay. Or
1: something, yeah. Okay. So a protection spell, Uh, you know, get your crystals out, your all amulet, right. all this stuff. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. So now you are ready to gather your materials. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm teaching people how to do a curse. Okay. I'm getting this look like, oh. I don't oh like this. All right. You don't like it. All right. All right. So what are you going to need for this? Okay. So here's what you have to get. You got to get a pickle jar.
0: Oh, <laughs> I brought, have that. Yeah.
1: And take all the pickles out. You know, take everything out. Don't empty pickle jar. Empty pickle jar.
0: Clean it out. Clean
1: it out. Yeah. Take you don't, off the label. Yeah, you don't want that pickle juice on okay. the bottom. That's gonna make everything sticky, and who knows what's gonna happen with that curse if that happens. Okay. All right. Then you need like a what they call a puppet, which is like oh yeah, a yeah.
0: representation of the person. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now,
1: you know, you can use a doll for that. Um, whatever you have laying around the I house. I think you're supposed
0: to make one out of their own materials.
1: That's like next level. But yeah, yeah, that's next level. <laughs> Not that
0: I do that. I just yeah. happen to know that.
1: You know a lot about these persons.
0: <laughs> You're supposed to like use their own hair. They're like their materials. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, okay, right. Well, that's something else. That's just the poppet. Oh, so the poppet's the doll. but oh. yeah, that'd be hard to get. But
0: yeah, that's I like guess two poppet. Yeah, making. Okay.
1: All right, then you need uh, like a piece of their hair. Yeah. So then that, that's like tricky. You have to probably come into contact with them, pull their hair or something, right. cut it. Yeah. You know, a nail clipping would work. Yeah.
0: Just random advice. If, if you're really pissing someone off and like flush your hair and your nails down yeah. the toilet.
1: Yeah. People I will leave, collect that stuff. Yeah. I leave my nail clippings all over the house. <laughs> so Ow. that would be easy for you guys. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, ah. You know, and anything else would work. Like a photograph would work. Um a- anything like that? Anything okay. from them? I don't. Other DNA type samples. No, I, 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 don't, I don't know. Whatever okay. you need to do. Okay. <laughs> then you must write your target's name down. Your a,
0: target? Your, okay. Your
1: tar- <laughs> <Yes>. All right. <laughs> okay. Your target's name down on a piece of paper. Scott. <laughs> no. now be careful here. Oh. Because you want to make sure you get the right person.
0: Oh. You know. Oh, like. Really? Yeah. What if you don't know their full name? What if they cut you off in traffic? You don't know their name. Well,
1: if you misspell their name, you no, know No, come on. Yeah. You know, really? you need you need to get their name. Really? You like, need
0: like straight up birth given name. Yeah.
1: Like if it's legal name. Like if it's Michelle and you spell it with one L and it's oh. supposed to be two, like Michelle Johnson, let's say. Okay. Okay, then yeah, that's not There's gonna work.
0: There's like a billion Michelle Johnsons.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. But okay. and don't like use their IG handle, like you're not gonna want to use Scotty Ross forty.
0: Okay. That wouldn't
1: work. You know, you can't use like their Twitter or X, whatever they call All it right. now. So
0: people just go you, by aliases, nobody yeah. can curse you. Okay. Yes,
1: exactly. Everyone can curse you. Then Okay. So now you got your your pickle jar, you got the, the poppet. Right. You got the nail clippings. Right. You got the
0: name. name
1: and now you need the substance. And this yeah. is where it gets – this was disturbing. I, I always disturb myself what they were telling you to get. Like what? Like- well, you can get anything. You can get like a rusty nail.
0: Okay. You can get
1: vinegar, uh, poison, Okay. urine. You, you could put urine in there. Yeah, right. you could, yeah, that's what they told me. Uh, I don't know who told me, but that's yeah, what, what they told
0: with. who are you talking to? <laughs> who are you talking to on the internet when I just leave you in the <laughs> office? Because I'm getting a little nervous.
1: Uh, you know, you could put a match in there. What? You could put like – any grave? Some people put like graveyard soil. Are
0: like you th- like working out of like yeah. a, like a strip mall shop doing this stuff?
1: Yeah. <laughs> like what
0: are you doing? Just, you got to put it in there. All right, graveyard like they even soil. Said, they even said
1: like if you don't like, put like red pepper flakes in there. Like okay, to, so what you know. what's
0: for? Like, how do you put it in? Like, you mix it all up?
1: Yeah, you like. Well, if you're gonna use the urine, I guess you just like pour it in. Okay, you know, with maybe, their With their, I mean, you can go straight to straight to jar with, if you're a guy, I guess, or something. Yeah.
0: With the poppet.
1: With right with the poppet with the nail clippings right with the, the photo the, or whatever yeah whatever okay okay you put it all together and their name and their uh, name yeah okay. name in there yeah uh, so, just, so like if you like use ketchup you like throw ketchup in there whatever okay yeah whatever you want. And then you put it in there. Mm. You seal it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you just seal it with wax. Use wax. Mm-hmm. Okay?
0: Wax. Se- wax. Oh. Yeah.
1: Seal it with wax. Like burn the wax and yeah. like, make a seal. And then you shake it. So you shake everything up. Mm-hmm. You shake it all up. Uh, then you, then you hide it, put it away out oh. of sight.
0: Yeah. Sometimes people find these.
1: Yeah. Thanks that by be the real, way. Don't ever open one real real if you find, find one. one. Yeah. You didn't find the one I did, did you? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and then you and then you forget about it. Oh. And then you just put it out there into the universe. And it's over. Uh, yeah, and that that's is how it? you create a curse.
0: Pickle jars. Pickle jar. That's not so hard.
1: No, that's what I'm saying. It's it's <laughs>
0: fairly easy. You know, I feel like these things are so silly because life itself is so full of misfortunes yeah. that these people making these pickle jar curses are just taking credit for like a misfortune that would have happened anyways to somebody. Okay. So you think
1: okay yes so. I do
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do not believe this works
1: well if you do try it
0: <laughs> having said that the people do find these things like these I know what you mean like these sealed things yeah like if you ever or poppets or so pop I yeah. would never touch it
1: yeah okay because the intention in there is real bad
0: yeah like people make stuff like sometimes oh my gosh <sighs> Like people will find things. I think even on, the, even on the Facebook page, people were like, I took down a wall and I found this. What the heck is that? You know, it's like, don't touch it. Like, and then you never know what to do with it. Like, right. what do I do with it? Like, what do you do with it? Do you burn it. Like, what do you do if you find it? Yeah. You know, you don't want to touch. You don't want to deal with it. Cause I, you know, I believe in negative energy, but I still not curses, but I still wouldn't mess with this stuff. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean, there's so many flaws here too. I mean, like yeah. like the name. Like, let's say your name is Michael Smith. I mean, like oh, you so said. you
0: don't believe in it now?
1: Well, that I do believe in mine, <laughs> like the one that I showed you how to do. But I don't okay. believe in anyone else. Got it. Scott. Yeah. If I were to do it, because God knows what. Hopefully, I put in,
0: everybody you know. knows that that segment was satirical. I'm sure they do. <laughs> well, you I am sure they do. All
1: right, let's take a quick <laughs> break. Uh, then when we come back. We're going to do some famous curses.
0: What does it mean to live life the way you want to live it to be authentically you way gives you the confidence to live your life your way with hair and body products made for effortless routines they really empower you to do what works for you. For me, my hair routine with Way is really about making myself feel loved and good and empowered. And Way's products are a way in which I do that. I use plenty of Way's hair products, but one that I am currently obsessed with is their best-selling hair oil. I use a lot of heat on my hair, so I love this multitasking oil that smoothes frizz and seals split ends for a high-gloss, super smooth finish, which I put on right after I apply heat, and it's that finishing touch for my hair. It's also not just for looks. It is nutrient-packed, it absorbs quickly, and it revives your damaged hair really easily it's packed with african galalanga ama and asian barrage oils to keep color from fading and protect hair from heat damage so spend time on yourself spend time thinking about what you need what your hair routine needs. Whether you've got fine, medium, or thick hair, or multiple hair concerns, you'll find what you need at Way. Not sure what your type is? Take their hair quiz to find the way that works for you. Live life your way and get your fast fix for healthy looking hair. Go to TheWeigh, dot com and use code aura for 15% off any purchase that's the way dot com code aura scott here has now researched some curses and he's gonna tell us about one of them what do you got scotty
1: all right so i, I was going through them mm-hmm. and i like this one really caught my eye it was, it's the curse of james dean's car okay okay jane if you don't know james dean he was a hollywood actor mm-hmm. uh Lived a short life. He was born in 1931, and he died in 1955. So if you do some quick math, 24, was 24, died okay. at 24 years old. He was, like, in the prime of his Hollywood career. Right. He kind of jumped on the scene when he was, like, 18, 19, wow. I believe. Again, I don't know, I'm not a D- James Dean historian, but around 18, 19. Yeah. And he was, like, just Rebel Without a Cause was one of his famous movies. He was, like, in the height of it. Yeah. But he was also a guy that took a lot of risks. Mm-hmm. You know, he was kind of like the guy he played on the big screen. You know, he, he also did a lot of, um, like car racing. He was a, like an amateur suit or I don't know. He might even not a professional car racer, but right. Like novice. Novice. What would you call that? Like a novice car racer? Yeah. Amateur. Yeah. Did a lot of car racing and any, he, and he gets killed in yeah. 1955 prematurely from uh, on his way to a car race. Oh, wow. And Supposedly, his car that okay. he bought is cursed.
0: Was that the car he was in when he died? Yes,
1: the car that he was in that he died.
0: And it was it wasn't totaled.
1: Well, let me get to this. Okay, sorry. All right. So, all right. So in 1959, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, 1955, James Dean turns in his old race car and buys a Porsche 550 Spider. And we'll put this picture on the on the on the uh, Mr. McAllister's virtual family page. Um, He names it the Little Bastard. That's what he calls the car. Anyway, this is what Alec Guinness, you know, he was Obi-Wan Kenobi in Star Wars. Okay. Said when he first saw the car. (laughs) Okay. Okay, I thought this was interesting. All right. So he he writes, in fact, Little Bastard had caused upset almost from the moment Dean bought it. A week before the fatal crash, British actor Alec Guinness in Los Angeles had a very ominous feeling on seeing the Porsche. And would re- later write in his diary, okay, and this is what he wrote, the sports car looked sinister to me, exhausted, hungry, feeling a little ill-tempered in spite of Dean's kindness. Oh. I heard myself saying in a voice I could hardly recognize as my own, please never get in it.
0: Oh, I if chilled. you get, Yeah.
1: If you get in that car, you'll be found dead in it. By this time next week.
0: Stop, Obi-Wan Obi Wan Kenobi said that. If
1: Obi, <laughs> it wasn't Obi Wan Kenobi yet because Star Wars came out in the eighties <laughs> or seventies. Sorry, seventies. But if Obi Wan Kenobi tells you that, yeah, don't get in that car. No. But James Dean got in that car. Oh my and god. And September thirtieth, nineteen fifty-five. Yeah. A week later.
0: Whoa. Come he was on. on
1: the way to the races. Didn't even get to the races.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: a guy. Uh, I don't think it really was his fault. Another car came in a head-on collision.
0: Oh, my God. Killed him. Oh, my God.
1: Total, dead. That's terrible. Dead. James Dean's dead. Okay.
0: So. That must have been such a shock, because but if you see his picture, he's so yeah. handsome. Yeah, right. And he's so young, and he was probably, like, the hottest actor. Like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a hot 24-year-old actor today that everyone would, like, he, freak out about or yeah, something if like, they died. Yeah, he's like, know, he's like my Brad Pitt. Right. <laughs> But he's and by
1: it, Bradley they, Cooper, yeah. right? <laughs>
0: so it'd be like if Timothy, she, what is this, Shalomay passed yeah. or something, everyone would be, Oh, he's so young! Oh my right, god, right. he's so handsome! Like yeah. that kind of one of those, yeah, yeah like the
1: guy, one of those spider men or something, right? Right, yeah, yeah,
0: yes. Well, what okay, so I mean,
1: I don't know if it what, what's what was Jean? can you tell? Genes, yeah, James
0: yeah, he's red and purple, so red it purple. makes sense. He was like a risk taker yeah. and flashy and you know, uh, really into feeling alive. Okay, you know, like a lot, a, a, yeah. So re- that red purple energy, red purple energy, mm-hmm.
1: interesting. Okay, all right. So you would think at this point the car's total, total. This is the end of the story. Yeah, end of the line. Let's get rid of this car, junk it, whatever. But it gets bought for parts. Oh, and there's there's a little confusion here on who actually gets the car, where the car actually goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest name associated with it is a guy named George Barris, okay, who we'll get to in a second. Okay, but let me give you what happens after. Okay, so a, a Dr. William Esch, Esrich, I think is his name, mm-hmm. um, gets the, the the actual engine. Oh, he Uses gets the, the engine. engine. He gets the engine, and he puts it into his race car, his oh. Lotus Nine. He has a Lotus Nine, and he puts the engine into. That race car.
0: Yeah, okay. I probably wouldn't do that. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: and then he had
1: a, a fellow doctor, McHenry, mm. takes the uh, su- this parts of the suspension and the transmission, and he puts it into his race car. So
0: there's two separate race cars with the parts from the one car that James D. died in.
1: Right. So Got from it. the spider, the Porsche 550 yes. Spider that James Dean died in. Right. Su- the suspension and transmission goes into one guy's mm-hmm. car, one doctor's car, and the other doctor gets the engine. The rest of it. Is still intact, like the body and all that, and that's in the hands of this guy named George Barris. Okay. Okay. They go to a race.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: McHenry's dead. Dies in the race. What? Yes. And di- uh, the other doctor is severely uh injured.
0: Who was on with the uh engine? The,
1: that's the guy who's severely injured. Okay. Injured. And the other guy died. Died. Died oh in, my in the race God. with those parts in the cars. Okay. So that's crazy. Yeah. If it, so yeah, and this is very soon after. This is 1956. Okay. Um, but this car still, still around. Um, the body of it is left.
0: Okay, so the other things got destroyed, and now it's the body.
1: Right. So it's right. like right now, they're like they're kind of redoing things to it, and it's in the hands of this guy named George Barish. Mm-hmm. What? And maybe I'll go a little more, and then you tell me about him, but because he's kind of where I'll. See if I'm a believer or not. All right. Um, in 1959, so the car's away for a little bit. 1959, car's in storage. Mm-hmm. Catches on fire. What? Yeah. Just randomly? Randomly catches on fire. Weird. No other car in the storage caught on fire. Stop. Nothing really Was happened. Was anybody to the car in either. there?
0: Did they know about it? Did it have, like, you know what I mean? Like a target on it? Right. Now, right. And that's where I Was it already kind of hyping about the curse or not yet?
1: Well, that's where this George Barris character oh, comes Okay. Into play. So two of the tires were sold. So Before allegedly. Before the
0: fire or at, or
1: uh this was probably in between the, the two deaths of the doctor, the, the one death of the doctor okay. and the other doctor that got hurt, and then in the the caught in the fire. Got it. Uh, um, the two tires were sold. Uh huh. The person claimed that bought the tires, the two tires blew out at the same exact time while they were driving on the highway. Creepy that person was severely injured.
0: That's creepy. I
1: mean... Okay. Okay. Not, we're not done with this car yet. For real? No. So, Barris decides he's going to put it on display. There was a bystander who was looking at the car. Apparently, the car fell onto the bystander oh! and broke both his legs. What? Yeah. Then, there's another story. How,
0: okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of How stories with this car. How did it fall on him? Like, you, I don't understand. Yeah. Him. I don't know from the display. How does a car fall on you? Yeah. Then, there was... they <laughs> were a question. They were delivering the car from... Miami to LA. So moving well, it around. First of all, there's a lot of issues there, you know. Just yeah. Because it's in Miami. You know, so <laughs> South Florida purple. Uh, <laughs> okay. And the and the driver that was Transporting. Transporter got killed.
0: How? Like while in he was accident. driving it? Yeah, in an accident. While he was driving. while he was pulling the car.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. What?
0: Yeah. And the car was fine?
1: Yeah. he was in it was like in the trailer.
0: Wait, when it caught on fire?
1: That was in 1959. Oh, okay. So this is after. It okay. Caught on fire. So, they, oh, yeah, there was no real damage when it really? caught on fire. Yeah, so that was my question. Yeah. Oh. And then in 1960, mm-hmm. um, nobody knows where it is. What? No. It just disappeared? Disappeared.
0: Well, who They should know who last bought it.
1: They, nobody knows where it is. What? Yep. So so, that's, okay. Well, Barris was the owner. This guy, George Barris, yeah. was the owner through all of this. Okay. And he was transporting it again. And, and he doesn't know where it is? You tell me. We it probably at got picture. stolen or something. <laughs> I don't know. But, so my, here's my question. Let's look yeah. at George Barris.
0: Okay, so is this the old guy you sent me?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was probably younger then because okay. he was Well, he's
0: red purple too. That's the first thing that's interesting to me.
1: Right. So the question here now is, we know that James Dean died in the car. Yeah. We're not going to argue that that happened Mm -hmm. after all that, it gets fuzzy. There's different stories. If you read different accounts, you'll hear about like different doctors getting the pieces of the car. You'll read about different times when the car was being transported Mm -hmm. and, you know, it fell on like the the boy's legs and how did that happen? Right. The fire, the mysterious fire. Right. So my question is, is this a curse that was put on this car? And maybe you could look at the car for us and tell us, yeah, but or is it this guy, George Barris, taking a story of a you know a Hollywood you know heartthrob, yeah. and taking his porsche and making a story of the curse but where's after the porsche it? now? And I, I don't know
0: that Like that, we don't know. That's the hole in it because if he was, so you're saying like, but maybe is that this, added
1: to the mystery too. You're saying,
0: is this George Barrish trying to make this story?
1: Right. You know what yes. I mean?
0: Interesting yes. about him. Yes. But then if, if he was like that, yeah. he, he would have it. He's red purple. Okay. He would have it on display somewhere.
1: Well, he was for a while. Okay. Put, keep on putting it on display and yeah. all these weird things were happening. Right. Supposedly.
0: Is he married? I don't really think
1: about George Barry. Okay.
0: (laughs) I sense this is just super random a woman around this whole thing that put her foot down somewhere. Okay. And I don't know what that means. So I don't know if that's, I don't know what that means. It feels like some, it feels like a woman energy coming through and being like, enough. I don't know if that means like we stick it somewhere and we just put a sheet over it and move on, you know, and we don't talk about it anymore. We kind of put the car to rest or, you know, maybe. Personally, if it was me with that car, I would say a prayer over it and I would put it out of the limelight and like almost quasi bury it or something. That's what I would do. Does that car look... Evil to you in that picture. So when when you like, gave me a picture, you of you like Obi Wan Kenobi? <laughs> well you gave me a picture of James Dean in the car. It just doesn't look safe. Okay, that's all. It had if you lo- saw this car and probably yeah. for it, you know this would never pass today right. in any sort of way safety standards for a car. Right. If you're racing in this car, chances are you're gonna die. Yeah. So to me, it just doesn't look like a safe. Yeah. And car. there wasn't that
1: many of them built. It was a specialty car.
0: It doesn't look safe yeah. if you see it. Like if this car flips over, you don't have a head end anymore like this is not <laughs> right if this is if you, you if somebody hits you you're flying out of it I mean to me Obi-Wan Kenobi might have just been like that doesn't look like a safe car right for a young man who's so flippant about his personal safety that's and I can be skeptical too so yeah. that's what I get on okay. it and then after that a hundred percent I feel like the car itself probably, I mean, he named the car. You know what I mean? Like he was very attached to this car, James Dean. So whenever people are attached to an object like that, I do feel like energy can permeate through it or whatnot. And also like sometimes negative energy or sad energy or misfortunate energy. So I feel like the car itself might hold some negative energy, just like A crystal might hold energy, or anything might hold energy. Things hold things, so I feel like it held the negativity of that. Okay. Um, I personally would. That's why I don't. You know, we're all superstitious about stuff like that. Would you use a car seat that some other kid had an accident in? No. Every mother's like, no, like not, not at all. You know, like you just you don't reuse things, and sometimes. That's why I don't like antiques either, personally, just because they hold energy, and I just, uh, it's, like, messy to me. Anyways, I just think it was an unsafe car, well, and yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi's like, hmm, combination of red-purple, risk-taker, young Hollywood, feels like he's a mortal dude, plus this car right. with, like, zero safety features, equal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> plus we like to race, equal you won't be alive in a week.
1: Yeah, well, that makes sense to me. But, um, like, that
0: is crazy. Yeah, mean like, the I,
1: guy that got into an accident that killed james dean there was not even a scratch on him basically Whoa, that's weird and yeah but like, what well, was he si- driving i, I don't you know, know what, what i mean but like i'm saying you're right he, yeah l- look at this car if you see this car and you're we're like, gonna show you this oh. car and um, <laughs> like that doesn't look very safe. it doesn't look to and yeah and that and it all makes sense and maybe in 1960 you're right maybe this woman told him get get rid of this car already. i just
0: have this feeling there's it's, some woman involved and she's like let's put it to rest
1: yeah you i know? mean there's theories that you know maybe that added to the mystery. I
0: don't know. He is too flashy, this George guy. He, to me, it's funny because he's, like, the same colors as James. That's funny. To to me, yeah, he's too flashy not to put it out. If he had it, it would have been put out. Okay. But I just feel like somebody was like, no, we're not doing that. We're putting it away or, you know, who knows. Unless he's just going to – and I can see him, like, eventually. Oh, I bet he knows where it is, if that's the question. I bet he knows where it is 100%. And I could see him, though, like, eventually –
1: It could have also been torn up for part, even more parts. I don't
0: know. I, I, I I could see he knows where it is. He's too, and maybe it's not on display. Maybe he's, maybe he's like just going with it. disappeared thing. And then eventually he um, sells it for a crazy amount of money. Like at some other time in the future.
1: Yeah. But I mean, this car is really old now. It's like 1955. Oh, I mean,
0: that's people love that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. All right. Let's take a quick break. Then I have another curse that I really got into.
0: This episode of Know Your Aura is brought to you by Wild Grain.
1: Yes, Wild Grain. I, I have to tell a quick story. You know, our oven broke. It did. And everyone, you know, first of all, everyone knows I'm Mr. Big Bucks. Yeah. But I had to get a new <laughs> oven. That was it. I, and the number one reason, I, and this is the honest truth. This is the, the truth. Number, I wouldn't have got it otherwise. The number one reason I got a new oven, Wild Grain. Yeah. We had stuff. We just put it all in. We've, we had the a Wild oven, Grain feast. Feast, brownies, croissants, sourdough bread, the pasta, everything.
0: We made it all. And the baking process is from frozen in 25 minutes or less. It is no thawing required. It is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. The team at Wild Grain just sent me a new box. And yeah, we just had a whole feast from our new oven. As you can now... Fully customize your Wild Grain box so you can get any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries you like. If you want a box of all bread... All pasta or all pastries, you can have it. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash KYA to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash KYA. That's wildgrain.com slash KYA, or you can use promo code KYA at checkout. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. I guess you have another curse for us. Yeah,
1: all I right. really got into those. Ooh,
0: all, all right. right. It's
1: the curse of Chief Cornstalk.
0: That was his yeah. name.
1: Yeah, that's what is it translated to. Got it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. all <laughs> right. They didn't go around. Hey, Cornstalk. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's what it translated to in our language. But um, anyway, so this one takes place in the Ohio River Valley. Mm. We've talked about this area before. People know that I'm enthralled with this area. Mm. It's kind of where West Virginia meets Ohio um, and the Ohio River splits the two regions. We've talked about people having very strange feelings and vibes when they go to West Virginia or this area of the country, right, I think. We even put a post on the Mr. Kelly Spiritual Family page. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, yeah, whenever I get in there, I'm freaked out. So it could go back to this curse Ooh. of Chief Cornstalk, which goes back to the American Revolution. Okay. So what year was that? Okay, so Cornstalk, they believe, was born in 1720, and we're talking about 1770s, okay. around there. Okay? All right, so Chief Cornstalk... He was the Shawnee tribe. He was he was the leader of the Shawnee tribe, and in that area, probably and maybe other tribes would contest this, but probably the most powerful tribe. So okay, he, you can consider him maybe the most powerful man mm-hmm. of that time um, in the area. Because wow. yeah, because you have the British. Yes, you have the American colonists. Mm-hmm and you have the native americans. Ugh. And if we're saying the shawnees were yeah. probably the strongest, again we can we can dispute that. But then he would make him one of the most powerful men sure. in the whole area. Uh even maybe more powerful than any british general or american uh revolutionary. Okay. All right. So
0: It was a big tribe. Yeah, it was a big
1: tribe and yeah. there was other tribes in the area and he had like,
0: you know, he he yeah,
1: basically his role was he wanted to kind of keep a peace going. Okay. So He had worked at times with the British. He had also worked at times with the with the colonists. But really, in general, he was working to keep a peace for his people. Okay, just a balance.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: Eventually, you know, Cornstalk said, "I'm not going to do what the British want me to do," and they took him as a captive.
0: Oh. You know, in
1: sense now the. The writings say that, in since sense, he was a captive, but it wasn't like he was harshly treated at this point.
0: Okay. You know,
1: it was more like, hey, come on, could you do this for us? Right. And he's not going to do it. What did they want him to do? They kind of, I think they wanted him, they wanted like some, like maps of the area or like Um, battle plans to get to the colonists. But he wanted it to be more peaceful. Right. And they kind of wanted him to escalate the war.
0: Got it. Okay.
1: So it was kind of like that.
0: He, son, he's like, I'm not going you're not going to use me yeah, as your helpful tool right. to get an advantage on these people. Like That's that a, kind of Yeah, thing. something okay. along
1: those lines. Right. Um, and then his son came to visit him. So, yeah, mm-hmm. ac- but then they actually took him captive. Oh, they took the son captive yeah. too. So some, some people say he was not really captive. He was there on his own accord because he didn't get cap- – like he kind of went on his own. Like he went there. He didn't like oh. to the fort where they were holding him, the okay. British fort.
0: Maybe it was like, a, like they had those guest captives sometimes Yeah, like some, that. something
1: along yeah. those lines. So anyway, him and his son are captives. We'll call them captives mm-hmm. in, in this fort. All right. So that that's that. As it so happens, the next day after the son is taken captive, a British soldier – Is killed by a Native American. Something totally unrelated to Cornstalk and his son. Right. And another British soldier is is hurt. Okay. Okay. This sets off in the fort though. Right. They're going crazy. The British soldiers are going nuts. They're freaking out. Okay. They're they're upset that the natives just killed one of their men. Right. There's two captives. Oh. And there's a couple other captives as well. Yeah. So they go into where they were holding them prisoner, (gasps) and basically, I don't know, in cold blood kill the sun <gasps> and they kill chief cornstalk
0: oh my god in just a
1: fit of rage
0: oh my right? god yeah he had nothing to do with it
1: no he had nothing to do yeah, with it that like, at oh, that point yeah. he just was happened to be there
0: and it's not like there's any communication back then I always, I always feel like I have to remind people this because I got kids, and I remember there weren't phones and there wasn't an internet. <laughs> there was no TikTok viral video going right. around where you knew what was happening, right?
1: All right. So now, now they claim he he, he was shot like eight times. Oh, okay. So while he's laying there dying, supposedly he puts on this legendary curse. Oh,
0: that's when to do it. Yeah. you're gonna do it. This is it. This is this is the time. Go, cornstalk. Do you want me to read it? Or...
1: All right, I'll try my best to read it. We know I'm bad. John, you want me to read
0: things. it? Why are you nervous to read it? Yeah, maybe. Here, give it all to here.
1: me. You see where the quote is? I yeah. was...
0: Alright, so this is this is this what is, he said. Yeah. Well, okay. This is what they said he said. Yes. I was the border man's friend many times. I have saved him and his people from harm. I never warred with you, but only to protect our wigwams and lands. I refuse to join your pale face enemies with the red coats. I came to the fort as your friend and you murdered me. You have murdered by my side my young son. For this may the curse of the great spirit rest upon this land. May it be blighted by nature. May it even be blighted in its hopes may the strength of its people be paralyzed by the strain stain of our blood yeah. Whoa,
1: so there's See, so remember what I talked about setting an intention Oh,
0: he's he was yeah specific
1: okay now yeah people hold on to whatever you're, if you're driving stop <laughs> pull over pull over <laughs> hold on to your seats hold on to something
0: buy a hat and hold on to it
1: buy a hat and hold on <laughs> to it hold on to your loved one it happened in Fort Point Pleasant, Do you, the Mothman, Mothman. Oh
0: my god! Point Pleasant. Oh my yeah. god! Point Pleasant. Oh, that's where like all the bridge happened. Yes. Like Did,
1: so. Eventually, at wait, that what? time, it, fort, Point Pleasant was just a fort.
0: Oh my! Later, god. it
1: turned into a town. Okay, where this all happened, uh, they buried him in the area. Uh, then they kind of dug him up, buried him somewhere what? else. Yeah. Well, that's not yep. good. That's yep. never People good. Buried, you know, switch a ruse with the burial. And this area, of course, is Mothman. We talked and about that. Many, many tragedies.
0: Episode one forty six. We talked about that. Isn't right. there also some sort of? Oh my gosh! Oh, there's there's a list. I forget. Yeah, isn't yeah. there? Because he said blight upon the land. Blight upon the land. So what? Wasn't there something with the environment there or something? Yeah.
1: Remember the 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 land went. Uh, there was a lot well there's been a lot of cases of uh like cancers in the yes. area. People like we said have this weird, strange feeling yes. when they go through it. We always when we go to West Virginia we're yeah. always like, What's going
0: on here? Right. It's the land. It's, it's like feels land. funny. Yeah. yeah.
1: And and again, then with the desecration like of his moving of his body and all yeah. that stuff. But again, it happened at Point Pleasant Fort. Nineteen oh seven, worst coal mining disaster in American history took oh. place in this region. Yeah. Nineteen forty four uh, 150 p- people are killed with a tornado ripped through the, that area. Again, tornadoes happen yeah. other places too. It is a coal mining region. So we could, you know, make those case. Of course, 1967, the big one, which one I'm fascinated with, fascinated with is the site, the silver bridge yes. collapses. Yes. And, uh, I think, uh, how many people died? 46 people. Right. Died. And then of course the sightings of the Mothman Moth were there and the, you know, the men in black, all men in that. Men in black, Yeah. Um, and like
0: that weird, that weird creature that was talking to that guy or whatever. Yeah. What was his name again? Oh my God. I forget. Oh, um. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God.
1: Ingrid. Ingrid Cole. Ingrid yeah. Cole. Ingrid Cole. <laughs> oh my God. We have 1978 freight train derailed at Point Pleasant dumping thousands of toxic chemicals. Yeah. I think that's what you were referring to.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, chemicals contaminated the town's water supply. Yes. And wells and had to be abandoned. Oh my God. Um. So Point Pleasant. Ni- 1978 willow island power plant killed 51 people died right near point pleasant again yeah uh um, and don't
0: they have all those like unexplained light yeah situations like in that one part of like over that factory or something
1: yeah the, the lights and yeah um, they even they built like a statue of them and they of a chief cornstalk and yeah they also said like weird things happen with the statue
0: like what like, like
1: weird lights and <gasps> orbs and really i believe
0: this one ah, i believe this one i believe this <laughs> one I believe it. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it.
1: I, I do. I think I do.
0: Well, I mean, that's different. Like this guy was intentional. Yeah. With his... Well, that's what I'm saying.
1: He put that intention yeah, out like, there.
0: Yeah. Like he was like, "That's it. That's you know? it." And yeah, if if you know, you're all screwed now. Yeah. Like I tried to help you, people.
1: Yeah. You know, they said like a recent it got a, has gotten a little better. Like, really, in the last few years. But oh, really? Yeah. They said like all the way through it was just oh, like, Oh, my god. I mean. Look, these things happen. It does happen to yeah. be like an area where you have like a lot of mining and right. power plants and things like that. So that lends itself to it. But it does seem a little bit much for this one area. It's a have concentrated that much
0: little area for tragedy. a lot of tragedy.
1: Yeah. And if you're looking at a map, I was looking at where it is. It's like this little triangle mm-hmm. on the bottom. I was trying to explain it where like the Ohio River is and it splits Ohio and West Virginia. Okay. And that's like where the most of it happens okay the bad stuff
0: oh yeah wow. Cause it's <laughs> a valley so it's,
1: yeah like in that area I mean,
0: valleys are weird too There, are like valleys yeah. to me like are just weird geographical arrangements where energy can get stuck easier yeah like i don't know like i wonder if we could go through other geographical valleys and be like is there a concentration of bad things in a valley versus yeah. like other places but I don't believe in, I I don't believe in curses. I don't. I I think that I believe in negative energy that I believe in, that I believe in. But this, this is something a little different because it was so pointed and they really did screw this guy over. But I, I mean, maybe people also have a lot of guilt about it too. Yeah, I mean, they
1: really did. I mean, he, look, Cornstalk. We know it was a red, blue. He <laughs> was trying to do the right thing. Right. We don't have pictures, to make, so we just know. Yeah, he was trying to make peace. You know, yeah, do, do it right by everything, and yeah, then they kill they his kid and his him kid for like no reason, for nothing.
0: That's how it was. That's how it was.
1: Terrible. Mm. Wow, that's terrible. All
0: right, well, that was a bummer. but. Yeah, it was
1: like when I was reading it. I think we mentioned it before with the mothman episode i didn't want to give it away first of all <laughs> but then i was like wait a second because like you know i forget things and then i'm like oh my god this is <gasps> the oh, mothman one and i was like oh i gotta do this one
0: I, I wonder if at the mothman festival which is your most desired location to go to ever
1: and that's coming up in september i know I oh know.
0: god the kids always have school it's i know like the kids you should just go alone
1: just me yeah we, we
0: should just <laughs> set you by yourself like i just go to the
1: mothman festival <laughs> yes. i walk around with
0: yeah Oh, Yo, you'd be happy. Don't act like you wouldn't. You like love it there.
1: <laughs> I got shirts. I got a lot of yeah. shirts. I got stuff.
0: Yeah, you've even talked to the people at the Mothman Museum.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: So anyway, so I wonder if they talk about Chief Cornstalk at the Mothman Festival.
1: I could do. I could be a guest speaker one year. I want to be a guest speaker at the festival. Goals. Yeah, that's my that's my K Y A goals. Next time we do the eight eight meditation,
0: you should like try to sell yourself to it. Like, hi, I'm a uh, podcast host. I yes. know you're a podcast, right? I'm a mothman aficionado.
1: Yeah. An enthusiast.
0: (laughs) And and, uh, a historian of the area. Like, just make it up.
1: (laughs) All All right. We have a quick ad. Come back. You're going to do an update for us.
0: Had a little reality check with my skincare routine. It is, you know, we're finishing up summer over here in and out of the pool. All those chemicals, all the sunscreen, salt from the ocean. I mean, I've... Been in and out of air conditioning, so it can look a little dry and and unhealthy. And so, the Undaria Exfoliate and Glow Duo is just the thing that I've been using to rehab my sun soaked skin and prep it for fall. This little dynamic duo of Osea features two of their best selling products infused with nourishing seaweed and designed to elevate your summer body care. I love all of Osea's products, you've heard me talk about them. I use them all the time and their exfoliate and glow duo just using them together you just really just take off all those gross layers that really shouldn't be there and then you hydrate it up with the undaria lj body oil and you just feel like a million bucks after you do it i mean the glow the smell the feeling—it's—it's it's just I did something good for myself, and I literally glow afterwards. So you can save and glow with the Undaria exfoliate and glow duo. It is the perfect way to try Osea's. Best selling products at an incredible value. You'll save 16% on the Andaria Exfoliate and Glow Duo. Plus, with our promo code, you'll get an additional 10% off. Also, don't forget, you always get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Remember, Osea has been making seaweed infused products that are safe for your skin and the planet for over 27 years. Everything they make is clean, vegan, cruelty free, and climate neutral certified. So, you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. So prep your best skin for fall with clean vegan skincare from Osea. And right now we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code KYA at oseamalibu.com. Head to osea, O-S-E-A, com and use code KYA for 10% off. So I wanted to do a little update I'll start here. So a few weeks ago, episode 194, I talked about how other people, uh, how people on the other side speak to you. And I tried to include some ways that our loved ones on the other side will attempt to communicate with us that are, are kind of off the beaten path or aren't run of the mill. And one of them is where if you see someone who looks like somebody that you know, who's passed. So let's say you're just at the grocery store and you're like, Oh my God, that looks just like my dad. You can't keep your eyes off of them, but your dad passed. But you, this guy just looks just like your father. And maybe you even, it's like, Oh my gosh, look at that. And maybe you even follow him around a little bit. And it just makes you, it's like crazy how much they resemble, so you know, your dad. That's actually not something to brush off or be like, Oh my God, that's so weird or whatever. That's actually, um, the way I see it, your loved one on the other side coming through messing with your third eye perception and saying hi. It's their way of being like, Hey, how are you? I, you know, I, I'm here. I'm still here. Um, and it's their way of just, it's their little nudge to, to show you that they're still around you. It's a weird one that I never heard anybody talk about. And I gave examples on that episode of how I've seen it, um, in my own house and with a client, but I wanted to bring this up because somebody on the page, Heather, Heather J., she wrote just a beautiful post um, where this happened and I want to share it with you. Maybe you saw it on the page, maybe you didn't, but here. She wrote, wow, I had about an hour drive ahead of me today to go have lunch with a friend. Naturally, I turned on the podcast to the latest episode, 194. I had no idea how much I needed it, but that's not the weird part. The friend and I were sitting at lunch and I glanced over across the place. And I swear, I saw our friend that passed in November. She had the same hand mannerisms, the way she moved her mouth, same hair color, and the way she tucked it behind her ears, everything. It was just bizarre. And then I thought, holy crap, MM just (laughs) talked about this. I told my friend about it and she looked over and immediately teared up. And then she wrote, thank you, MM, our friend passed quite suddenly in November from melanoma. We had lunch at the place where we all three worked together in our 20s and now are in our 40s. I'm just so thankful that you mentioned that sign because I would have never guessed that it was her. So, and then she gave me a picture of her beautiful friend. And I just, and this is really why I wanted to do it because I was looking at this picture and I just got so much from it. So I just wanted to tap in and I thought we all could just hear what her friend had to say. So I'm an empathic medium. So the way I get my messages is through emotions and personality. And um, so I'm looking at Heather, your friend that you and you posted her picture and this is what I get from it. I first just get this larger-than-life bubbly energy coming through. She doesn't want anybody to cry about it, and she's saying that she fought really, really hard, and she just wants you to remember that tenacity. And she's also on the other side just as tenacious as she was in life, and she feels just really like like the way I hear her coming through, it's like a really loud laugh, like just very, very loud and distinct. But if you know her, it's just makes you laugh too. So very contagious laugh. And she's giving that to me and it's just really sweet. And she's, she's over the top and she's bubbly. I do. I feel like she was married. I get a, a guy around her and he's kind of quiet and it's hard. Obviously this just happened. Um, and this is fresh, and it'll always be fresh. When somebody dies, it's always fresh. But I just get with him, he's quiet, and and it just feels like, we worry about him, I think is the message. So she wants him to know that she's around a lot and I do get a random something with the television and it's for him and I don't know what this means. I, I don't know if he just, I almost hear like the noises on all the time. So I don't know if he's always keeping the TV on just to drown things out or, you know, not feel lonely or something. there's something with the TV in her and she just wants him to know that she's present. I also get dog like dogs. I get, I don't, it feels like she had, they had fur children. So I just get like a lot of, I get dogs and I just get, um, oh my gosh. And she feels like, well, she was yellow purple. So she, she does feel like she was fun, like a lot of purple, out of fun energy, but she also feels like she could keep it together and she could definitely clean the place. And, and I just get that, um, she's, she's funny because she's making fun of how he's keeping the place up and whatnot. And, um, something about there needs to be more light in the house. Okay. So she's, I feel like her humor is coming through here because she wants to uh, kind of pick on her on her husband a little bit um, about having doing things differently than what she did. But she's really just trying to make him laugh is what she's trying to do. And I feel like that was part of her humor and part of her personality. I also get the letter A around her in some capacity. Um, and I feel like she just comes through to her friend group all the time in terms of she just doesn't want people – She's the type like have a shot and have one for her. That's the type of person she feels like, you know, include her in all the parties, include her in all the fun stuff because she was a really fun person and um, she feels like she could, I don't know what she's saying, like get dirty, but she could clean up real good. So I wonder if she was a little outdoorsy, but girlsy, girly at the same time. So anyway, so I just wanted to share that with you because it was so strong and there was so much love attached to your post and... Wow. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that on the Mystic McHale Spiritual Family page. You know, I love when you guys share your stories. I love when you share your signs. I feel like it helps us all connect and see things differently and connect to spirit in just a greater way. I was getting into a style rut. You know, it happens to the best of us. You just end up wearing the same thing over and over and over again. And you look around and you're like, hey, other people are progressing with the fashions. And I don't know how to do that. Well, guess what? Stitch Fix totally helps me out. I have a stylist. She's a fashion expert who shops for me and knows exactly what I like and what I don't like. What will fit me? And she sends me pieces in my budget. She just makes shopping easier. Stitch Fix is the best way to shop new styles and brands refresh that wardrobe. Get out of your style rut. You can think of them as your style partner. Your stylist will learn about your tastes and collaborate with you on looks you'll love without breaking the bank. You you simply share your style, sizes, Budget with a quick style quiz, and Stitch Fix sends you five items and a fix right to your door. You can even add notes for your stylist. I do that all the time. With your choices in mind and sizes from extra small to 3XL, they'll find your perfect fit. Over time, Stitch Fix and their season style experts will match you with greater precision to perfect pieces for you based on your likes and dislikes. It's so easy it is so easy. So thank you, Stitch Fix. They just get me and they'll get you too. try today at stitchfix.com slash KYA and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash KYA, stitchfix.com slash KYA. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Okay, so last week in our overtime, we talked about how if there is a zombie apocalypse, like the MMSF needs to figure out a place that we can join together and restart society. Obviously, we are the most normal place where you would want to do that. It would be a nice society. You don't want to be with the other communes. They might try to eat you or whatever. But we don't know where to go. And we asked... The Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family to bring us their aura colors and their good ideas because we have to settle. We have to settle on a place. I'm not even, I'm like not even pretty much joking about it, okay. actually. So we also have to call this overtime. All right. And
1: okay. So basically well, we, rules of overtime. The, yeah. All right. You want to do the rules of overtime? Yeah, real quick. Okay. What are the you go? We,
0: you always yeah, we always have to do the rules. All right, do the over rules time. over time. Okay. It's overtime. That means that <laughs> like you don't have to be here you can anymore. Leave.
1: Yeah, you can leave. You
0: can leave. You might wanna leave. And we if it I don't know, if you're easily insulted, you might wanna go. Yeah. Only because yeah. we're not watching right. really what we say.
1: Exactly. And <laughs> if we insult you it's not on us. It's on you. Yeah, because you, you stayed. You stayed. So, you stayed. Yeah. You stayed. You stayed. It's it's your fault. But we're not mean. Yeah. yeah.
0: We're just, we might just be honest.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, the, like Petro Hanschauer is with us right now. He's in the background. <laughs> uh, he's like telling me things to say. No, Petro. Petro, no. Yeah. Petro. We, just take
0: yeah. The, we just take the leash yeah. off, Scott. Yeah. Okay. And okay. here we go. Okay. All right. So the so, goal of
1: this is yeah. we came up with a place many years ago called Rock Creek yeah. to meet if there was any sort of apocalypse. It's in Ohio. But- we feel maybe that's not the greatest spot.
0: It's too far away. Yeah, and this and
1: so when you posted it on the page, mm-hmm. I think you said it has to be a zombie. It's
0: apocalypse. a zombie. Keep the zombies in mind, and also, yeah.
1: All right, now neighboring am, bad people. I'm gonna be honest. I have not looked at any of this, the the uh, comments yet of where okay. we're going, so I want to do this like you know my gut reaction. Okay,
0: it. I've been so, looking at them. Right. These so, are amazing. And
1: I'm just gonna kind of go in order here. I okay, don't know, we're, we're not gonna get to them all, but because I think there was like. Oh, like almost a hundred of them, but all right. Yeah. All right. Cat L said, somewhere in Chicago. Oh. I've never been there. Oh, and, and everyone gave their colors too, by the yeah. way. Yeah. So she is green, turquoise, and purple. Okay. And she said, somewhere in Chicago, never been there, but I'm sure there's lots of places to hide and good food. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Now, it's a
0: zombie apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I
1: think that's one of the last places <laughs> I want to go. The food is great there, but don't get me wrong. It, you know, all the great restaurants are going to be closed.
0: Yeah. You then the, eat- And it's... More people equal more zombie bodies.
1: Yeah. yeah. What are we going to see? Like think about jazz this. musician zombies and.
0: I mean, I can see turquoise is thinking that that would be a good idea because yeah. they're like, oh, we'll just be friends with the zombies, but no, they're not going no. to be your friends. I mean,
1: you go, you want a Portello's hot dog, and you're not going to be able to get one. <laughs> like, all right, so we're going to say no to that one. And you know, we love Cat. She's a big contributor. We Cat. Cat. Yeah, we're not going to Chicago. Oh, We can't, right. we can't do that. All right. Next, let me do the next one.
0: Okay. Yeah, you do all the right. next
1: one. Leanne M says, "Disney World. I'm not going first. Of all, I'm not going there in good times. <laughs> Specifically, Magic Kingdom. It's so magical, everyone would forget there was an apocalypse in the first place. We could all meet up at Cinderella's Castle and lock <laughs> all the doors. Go all the way to the top where the zombies couldn't get us. I've been confirmed pink, blue, oh, but yes. I've really been feeling pink lately. Yeah. Ever since being confirmed. Okay.
0: I would say that." That, that's you are insa- definitely pink. That's yeah. a, that's an insane plan, yeah. and we can't do that.
1: I would say <laughs> we probably that's like instant death. <laughs> like we were, pretty much we all died.
0: We're not all we, going to fit.
1: Yeah, I mean someone's going to drop <laughs> Rapunzel's hair. Let the zombies up,
0: and that's it. We're done. That is another problem. Like the indigos and the blues are going to try to make pets out of the zombies. Okay, and you can't you can't trust the us the indigos. You can't trust the blues because we're going to think. We can keep some of them as pets. All right. So you, you can't trust us. And I think at Disney, that might, yeah, you know, there's I, like going to be little kids zombies. But it's it's not be, good. If yeah, don't, it's it's gonna, gonna we can't be
1: around it. Right. And it's going to be crowded. I mean, it's already crowded. There's so many people there.
0: Yeah. No. All right. Well, okay. I have this one. It was hysterical. Okay. What do you have? Kara W. says, as a purple blue. okay, oh, I can't even get through it. Hang on. <laughs> as a purple blue, I made peace with not surviving. <laughs> She, she said I died. Yeah, she's she just grabbing, She just, she's like, I'm going to get my box of wine and I'm just going to like drink it. And, you know, she's just going to end it in a great way. She's right. just like, it's fine. We're just going oh to, we're just going to peace out okay. until it's over. Okay. But so, this is why it's so funny. As a purple blue, I made peace with not surviving. But if this is an option, I change my mind. I'll let everyone else plan since I'm up for anything and happy to just be included. So we to life. So many purple blues so we- commented and we're like, yeah, me too. I just thought I'll just die. <laughs> <laughs> they were just going to be like, maybe I'll be a zombie. Maybe I'll be food for a zombie, whatever. Okay. Uh, I made peace with it. But now, look, now we're changing their minds, the purple blues.
1: Okay. Because. <laughs> So so basically we're saying in the zombie apocalypse, purple blues are the first to go.
0: Purple blues are so go with the flow they, yeah. that they're like, fine. Yeah. It's my time. What? <laughs> <laughs> like that's like everyone else. But is they're like-
1: also not gonna survive, other than the ones that are in our group. All right. Rianne Y writes, she's purple, blue to go. Okay. All right, this, all right, this one I think this might be this could work. Okay. Somewhere in western Kansas in the or in the Flint Hills. Okay. Of Kansas. Oh, that's great because I've never been to Kansas. (laughs) So right off the bat, that was pretty good. It's very sparsely populated. Uh Uh-huh. Good. Good place for growing crops. Good. There will be barbed wire fences and livestock we can collect and use to reinforce a compound. Okay. Lots lots of gun and ammo. Yeah. They love their guns out there. In most of the abandoned farmhouses.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. They're thinking.
1: Yeah, but if the farmer didn't flee, they they probably shoot you. Yeah. So you got to be careful there. Gotta, yeah. yeah have, there's always a do. downside. You
0: have to be careful. We
1: can get up on a hill where you can clearly <laughs> see it every direction for miles, and she's clearly thought about this before.
0: Yes. And yeah. Okay. That that's a contender. That sounds good. It's a little open.
1: Little open. Yeah, I feel like I saw open. Walking
0: Dead. Remember the Walking yeah. Dead episode where they were in on a farmhouse yep, yep. and it, it's bad. You have to dig a huge ditch around it. Yeah. Huge ditch. Fortified ditch. Okay, And then you're good. Yeah. I like that. Heather, Heather Ann writes because she's uh, indigo, turquoise and green. So this all makes sense. We should go to Hobbiton in New Zealand. I always wanted to live like a hobbit. (laughs) That's her big plan. Okay. And Jenna writes me too. Okay. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. I love that. Um, Yeah. And then another turquoise green person writes, I'll be at the Earthships in Taos, New Mexico with oh. all the other turquoises and greens. That's possible that mm. they all might go there. Okay. A lot of, lot of plugs for New Zealand. Um, I think a lot of people are into New Zealand.
1: Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Suzanne B. tells us to go to Santa Barbara. Great oh. vibe, and she recommends it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look, yes, if... We were going on vacation. She says anywhere along the California coastline is amazing. She's purple, blue, uh, sorry, blue and green. And yes, I agree with that. Santa Barbara (laughs) is very lovely. In the zombie
0: apocalypse? Is that the case? Yeah. Do you
1: want a lot of surfing zombie dudes coming (laughs) after you?
0: CJ, (laughs) CJ CJB, I feel like I really would trust her. okay? Okay. She's saying, this is so serious and this is why I appreciated this. The cellway Bitterroot Wilderness Area. It is among the most remote and rugged wildernesses in the U.S. and would not only be hard for zombies to maneuver, but its terrain would also make it hard for predatory people to get us. Because it's such an expansive wilderness, there wouldn't be a lot of zombies there to begin with because there is also not a lot of people there. Also, I am so familiar with the Selway River that I could show you all a real good time tubing some rapids with trulys in hand. I don't know what that means. And Oh, there are plenty of precious gems in that area for all you turquoises out there. (laughs) Okay. She's just really like, she really had, she, oh, she wanted to know her colors because she doesn't know them. And she is yellow indigo. Okay.
1: Well, KCM says, obviously St. Louis. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, obviously. Because there's so much crime there. The zombies (laughs) would get caught in the crossfire (laughs) and then we could start using them as shields. Well, I mean, (laughs) I guess so. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's
0: a lot of crime there,
1: I, I guess, apparently Casey right. says a lot. There's a lot of crime. So she
0: thinks the criminals will turn into zombie vigilantes yeah. and protect us all. Yeah.
1: And then Jessica T, who is pink, yellow, purple, tells us to go to the Amalfi Coast in Italy. We can <laughs> live off croissants. That's what all the influencers <laughs> doing right now. Every influencer. <laughs> You know, it right now in the Amalfi Coast, right? They spend the summers there and they post 50 pictures of it. So we don't want to go where the influencers are. So.
0: <laughs> like, because they're zombies yeah, influencers we're, we're, now. Yeah, yeah. And I think that might be worse. <laughs> that, that could be worse. <laughs> that could be worse. <laughs> these,
1: these, are, these are fantastic. Heather
0: writes, Montenegro. I don't know why. I just heard it's beautiful. <laughs> 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 like, it's not. <laughs> Milena, who is a turquoise-pink. Puts a picture of a UFO and just says, "Just beam me up already."
1: (laughs) (laughs) Suzanne E, who is, and she's one of the discussion groups. uh, Blue, indigo, green. My husband and I have always said we'd meet at Cades Cove in the Smoky Mountains. Oh, first of all, that is a beautiful spot. Uh It is packed with people in the summertime. (laughs) Uh, it's beautiful, has resources, clean water, and is away from all the cuckoo stuff, except for the tourists that come there. So yeah, there would be a lot of cuckoo tourists, like trying to get bears because it's known for bears <laughs> in that area. Yeah. So yeah, no, that would be oh, out. That's a good
0: idea.
1: Uh, you got any more Jill W Cape Breton Island?
0: Oh, okay. We can
1: watch the beautiful sunset in view and drink a lot of Coke. That was a reference. Cause I said in Canada, I didn't have a Coke. I couldn't find Coke. That's why I had to turn around.
0: <laughs> yeah. So You're like, Lisa L writes, Pretty sure I'm Indigo. Definitely not my house. We're not, so I guess we can't go there. Can't go to her house. I am preparing, but prefer to be alone. All right, Lisa, will are welcome. We're not going. I also have a spot at a friend's house for the end times. He has specifically created. You need to tell us twice. Whoa, who's your friend? Whoa. Look at this. What do we got? I also have a spot at a friend's house for the end times. He has specifically created a town. <laughs> And has selected people with certain skill sets where, where that is he this? would allow to live Whoa. there in hopes that we would survive.
1: So where is this? Did they give the town?
0: And then somebody wrote, can I join your town? And she wrote, you can come stay at my house, but my friend that actually built a town for the apocalypse only has room for a certain number of people and all the spots are full. Wha- Sorry.
1: Wait. Wait a, <laughs> a second. Where is this? Does he tell She's the spot? Not, they're not telling oh, us. Oh, they're not telling the spot. No. Do they have room for podcasters? You're going to need <laughs> two podcasters to talk nonsense.
0: All right. That guy's prepared.
1: All right. Well.
0: Well. All right.
1: I'm out. I'm sticking with Rock Creek.
0: <laughs> I'm going with CJB.
1: CJB? is my. Was that the green, the green? That's the
0: one in the, I forget already what she said, but.
1: You're going with that I'm one. I'm going
0: with her the indigo yellow
1: i'm, I'm probably we going, going tubing with the tub- oh the t- that sounds nice i'm gonna go with, <laughs> i think go with the flint hills because i've never been there uh, oh okay with yeah. the barbed wire yeah i, I
0: could do that too yeah, i
1: think we're gonna get killed there but you <laughs> know at least i get to kansas someone
0: wrote mount shasta i don't know what that is <laughs> i think
1: that's in california just like on a hike?
0: Just Mount Shasta? Oh, Anyone? Okay. Yeah, Anyone? Maybe. I like leaving. Just, just like, like I'm gonna be alone, and you can't come. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, well, one, I don't know.
0: We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll guys. figure
1: it out. <laughs> we, we, we're it's still we're not we're not there yet.
0: Up for discussion. Yeah. To be continued. Yeah.
1: We, and the land has not no curses on the land. We got to make we got to do our research. Oh, we have to make, make sure. sure there's no curse. Yes. On the land.
0: All right. Well, this podcast is for you and about you, and we're so glad you spent some time with us today.